morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is going well with you in your world. I'm feeling a little bit groggy this morning. I can't really explain why, but I just feel like I probably haven't had enough sleep, you know. But anyways, so I'm going to keep this brief. <laughs> ah, yeah, because I don't nod off while I'm... I'm, 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 I'm doing this so I you know every day I, I just reflect on stuff I, I'm sure you must have guessed that I'm a very introspective person I, I reflect a lot on things um, there's almost nothing that I say that I haven't reflected on before saying it I hardly ever say things without having put some thoughts into that view that point of view that i'm putting across you know so i'm that kind of person that i ruminate a lot on things i just you know i just chew on my thoughts about certain things my feelings my observations and then you know in the fullness of time or when i you know when i feel ready then i i I mean then share So, so so most of the time when people come to me and they ask for advice on something to the glory of god it always comes across as being very thought through but you know it's it's really because i've probably spent a lot of time thinking about that issue in in some other relation in some other context and then you know i'm then able to god then helps me to bring those words out so that that's really helpful i think in the counseling context of you know when people just want somebody to share ideas with um it's 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 really quite easy for me to um, to be able to give a thoughtful view because I just spend time thinking about things. You know, I read some things in the paper and I ponder and I ponder. I always want to understand why, why is somebody behaving like this? You know, it, 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 I always want to, you know, there's so many things, there's stories that I've read, some topical things that have been viral, you know, like a, a recent Netflix documentary about one guy that scammed a lot of women on the dating app. We all know who that is. I've thought a lot about that. Why? What makes people like this? Why would they do this? You know, and things like that. There's also another story I read recently about you know somebody who did something pretty. I I, I can't understand you know, with his pet, cat and um, anyways. So I, I I've been thinking about the why would you do that? You know, I I just I just try to understand. So by the time anybody comes to me with a view, I have a, you know, a position or something that I I can share. So I've also been reflecting on, you know, this whole thing about what it is to be a Christian and my realization that a lot of what I have been doing and what a lot of us have been unknowingly doing, or rather, let me speak for myself, that it's not, there there seems to be, it's not Christ-centered, there seems to be a institution-centered or activity-centered or program-centered approach to Christianity right now. It's just not gospel-centered. It's not Christ-centered. It's not Holy Ghost-centered, even though it looks as if it is. But you know, why I like the word gospel-centered is that when you say, because some things may have gospel around it, it may have the gospel in the outer, in the in the periphery of it. It can have it in the outer periphery, the inner periphery. But we're talking about gospel at this heart. 
at the center meaning the reason the only reason why we're doing this is because of the gospel of jesus christ if it's christ-centered it means the only reason why we're involved in this is because christ is involved in it not because an individual is involved in it, not because an entity or an institution or a gathering of people is involved with it because jesus christ the lord is involved that's why we're involved in that thing and if that is the reason then it must be the love of christ that is motivating us in such a in such a context it would be difficult for emotions like envy like malice like competition like strife like jealousy like theft to happen it is when we are gathered you know we 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 tell ourselves we are gathered together unto him but we're actually gathered together unto self or unto others that is when all these other things can come up because clearly honestly because uh, which is why like i said i'm reflecting now so much on what it means to be a christ i mean to be a christian a follower of christ a believer in christ and a disciple of christ and a servant and a follower of christ and i and i'm I'm also reflecting on that word gospel-centered christ-centered we did a musing about two episodes or three episodes ago talking about christ and christianity and you know i'm still very much in that space and i i think i am on a journey now from removing christ from this periphery of my life because i think that's where he has been i'm moving him to the center and then as his as we move him into the center as you know because it's not something that god forces on anybody we have i have to make him the center of my life i also learn how to make the gospel the center of my life which it hasn't been the gospel is just a part of my life it's never been the center of my life my life has never been gospel centered but if you ask me i would say yes it is but when i am reading the scriptures now and i see what it means to live a gospel centered life then i can say that my life has not been gospel centered but i think i have the opportunity now to begin to make it gospel centered by the leading of the holy spirit because i really don't know what that means what that would mean for me because again i think the bible the scripture is about how you interpret it in today's modern time for you so what 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 would gospel centered mean in my life but like what i also use for in um, inspiration is when i look at people who are very focused on things like yoga like meditation like running like cycling i mean they function as a community everything that they do is centered around that running they find a way to fit running into their schedule regardless of whether they're working they're traveling they're flying you know they this they, they spend a lot of time energy and resource on that that lifestyle that they have um, taken on you know and the community that they've built around it and they learn a lot their whole diet you know their relationships their interactions everything you know the running is is, is, a, is a major part of it and th- those are for people who are re- who have really taken it on as a lifestyle not just something that they're doing you know just to you know just to feel good about themselves so in the same way i think that's that would be a good example for me about making something christ-centered and again it's not about the like i said this is christ the personality of christ the spirit of christ not necessarily an organization and I'm, i keep giving that distinction because i'm i see i'm somebody anyway i don't know how i'm going to say this because i think it's only the holy ghost that can explain it well to every you know but and like i said my thoughts are still forming on this because this is these are just observations i just see that so normally speaking it's like when you go to a school and you believe that you're supposed to learn you know 
the su- a certain subject and you, you go to the school believing that you're going to get a good and a solid education the fact that you go to the school and that you attend the school and you sit in all the classes does not mean that you come out with a solid education the ability of your coming out of a solid education one depends on your attitude your engagement with the studies and also the environment that is created in that school to to be conducive for learning the focus the attention the commitment to giving you a certain quality and a standard of education if you happen to be a good student very highly capable student and you go into a school that does not have the right environment for learning even if you do well you will definitely not reach the fullness of your capacity as you would have if you had been in a school that created a better environment for a high quality solid education so i think that's the same analogy um i would say about the difference between something being christ-centered and institution-centered or gospel-centered and some other things centered so i think we have many gatherings many institutions many entities congregations faith communities that were actually established with the intention to put christ at the center to create a, a community where christ is at the center and all of that but i think over the years the the institutional imperatives have taken over and again i'm speaking blanketly so i think it's more in some places than in some others generally speaking my observation has been that those faith communities that are more mission based that are more community led aha that's a good word they tend to be it tends to be easier to maintain christ at the center those that have to work out things like um, financial books and all that it is very it becomes very challenging to keep christ at the center christ then becomes the platform for convening but not necessarily the center of what is being done it's very subtle and um, you know but um, anyway so talking from a personal perspective I think that so what that then tells me is that I as an individual have to take a lot of effort in keeping Christ at the center of my of my of my life um, in the way that God will want me to do it and um, because just like if you go to a school or you're in a school that is not giving you the level of education that you need then you know you have to go and or it's just not working out for you somehow then you go you, you know you have to take private lessons get people to teach you you study in your own free time you know and you do what you need to do and um, hopefully the school will register you for the right exams and then you can take them and then maybe graduate and you do something else but I think the most important thing is even being aware of the fact that, you know, what you're learning or the environment that you're in, you know, just know that there's a gap between what you want and what you have. And again, it's about, again, what do you want? Because I think, I think many times, like if I look back at my life, I will not say that I always wanted Christ at the center of my life because I, I, I guess I was always afraid that if he became the center of my life, then he would control everything that I'm doing. You know, I, I would have to do things the way he wants. And I was like, man, that's a lot of stress. So it was okay for me to have Christ as part of my life, 
but not necessarily at the center even now i know that it will not be easy because you know to follow christ you have to die you know you just have to die you know what i mean by dying like denial of self because he will make you do things that you don't want to do that are uncomfortable that are you know that you feel is a bit embarrassing you know you just feel why and then very discomforting you know so it's not easy to have christ at the center but um i'm beginning to realize that there's no point being a christian or calling myself a christian or pretending to be a um, christian or professing to be a christian if i cannot find a way to keep christ at the center of my life and um yeah and to put the gospel also at the center and like i said it's still very much a journey i'm just sharing my open thoughts and you know i'm not saying everything i've said is correct or it's you know but it's just the reflections that i'm having the observations that i'm making based on what i'm seeing what i'm reading what i'm hearing what i've also observed over a significant period of time and um, yeah and um, yeah it um, i i now understand a lot of statements that jesus made about you know when he kept he he spent a lot of time jesus spent a lot of time actually warning people that look to follow me is not an easy thing he kept saying things you know straight is the way narrow is the path that leaded onto destruction um to salvation you know um wide is the gate that leads to destruction you know and all that um he he spent a lot of time saying if any man that will follow me he must do this he must deny himself take up his cross follow me you know he he said a lot he said don't think that i have come to you know bring people together i've come to put a man against his excuse me enemies shall be members of his household things like that he said a lot to make us realize that he was coming to disrupt the social order and that you know he was so um yeah so i i think i'll just leave it at that i i have no title for today other than jesus at the center you know at the center of it all um you know and um so i think many times and i think this is all part of my growth in my christian journey so i think i used to think that it was it was just important to put christ at the center of the situation i'm going through and say oh lord just take control glorify yourself and but now i'm realizing that it's it's christ at the center of my life at the center of my life at the center of yes the problems challenges and things like that but at the center of my life in other words nothing nobody no place no thing no thoughts, no imagination, no desire, no ambition will be greater or mean more to me than Christ. And that my starting point, my ending point is Christ. I start with Christ and I build my plans around him. You know what I'm saying? I plan around his will for my life. I plan around his agenda for my life. I plan around his grace, his power for my life. And that I do not maintain a separate agenda and then ask him to come and bless it for me, which is what I think I have been doing. And um, again, the Bible tells us that whatever condition any man meets Christ, you should stay there. So he doesn't say, okay, because you, you, you got saved, you didn't change your job, except you were led to, you stay in that condition. But I think in that condition, then find putting Christ at the center of it you know it's the same thing just like how when many of us even though we get married you know we don't stop working well most of the time we don't because we got married we don't change our the location and all that sometimes you may need to but then if it has so that's the thing so if the relationship is such that for some reason you have to 
make that sacrifice and everybody's context will be different because you've made a commitment to that individual to make that person the center of your life you know through marriage or you know then you you can make that judgment call you know what i'm saying but there is no blanket nobody can tell you this is how it's going to be for some couples they get married they stay in the same city some you know they will relocate one they will do, they agree to working in different cities but what must not be in doubt is your commitment to that relationship and you know the fact that it's at the heart of everything that you're doing and um i think that's where i need to grow more in my journey with christ bringing christ into the center because when he's at the center then i think even the way my prayer life everything will go i think it will be different because it won't be like oh i've been trying to handle some things by myself and then i'm then when it then doesn't go right i then ask god to come in but rather he'll be a part of everything he's my every day will be having conversations with you know he'll be involved in every part of my life and i'm this is really i'm really speaking this is the lord really speaking to me now because i realize that that's not really what i have been doing consciously what i've been doing and it's very subtle because it's not as if i intended not to do it this way but there's a big difference between you know it's like it's like when you have a it's like when you are married to someone or you are under a parental relationship or whatever there's a big difference between oh i have put together this plan this is what i plan to do or i'm thinking of doing this what are your thoughts or where do you think where do you see us what, what do you see us where do you see us going in the next two three four years you know what what would you like this is what i would like to do but i, I really like to hear from you. it's different from i have planned this is what i'm going to do I, I this 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 okay so yes this is what i need you to do for me yes you know when i'm going yes make sure i'm okay i'm safe prepare the way it's, it's a completely different conversation because you're not even listening you're not listening all you're just doing is talking and you're not even discussing the plans you're not asking is this the right time you know you know you you've, it's a fait accompli you've already it's a done deal so i'll just leave it at that thank you very much for listening god bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen mm-hmm.